Hey, Renee, Chris, and Ryan going live. Best podcast, Beauty and the Beast. Sit back and catch a vibe. Oh, yeah, we talking zombies and apocalypses and all those things you like. Going beast mode, and if you didn't know, it's Peter Z up on the mic. Hey, TWD family, grab the snacks about the pantry and subscribe and like them. If you can, please, or those walkers eat you like some candy. Hey, hey, <laughs> okay. You at the right place at the right time. No one does it better. That's the bottom line. Beauty and the Beast. This is prime time. Let's go. Let's go. Woo. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> What's up, guys? Okay, all right. What's up? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Check, check, check. One, two. (laughs) It looks like it, it looks like it's on. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you guys, but. I didn't do it. Yeah. Wasn't me. Okay, now we're now we're here. Okay. Okay, we're fine. We fu- now we showed up. They basically just watched a you bunch don't of touch people. touch my settings, do you, when I'm not here? Dude, do you think I touch anything <laughs> on this? When, when, like, I don't, I barely use it. It's here for one, one I time. I know you pin a obscene amount of money for this. No touchy. I don't. Okay. It sits upstairs. Guys, I, I send it was Renee. I, I saw Renee do it. <laughs> <laughs> she flew in from Iowa just to do that. Just to do that to us. I she mean, was, no, when, she she was, dis- when she disappeared a second ago, that's what she was doing. She was in Georgia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I really, honestly, this, this, the Mac sits upstairs on the desk and then gets brought downstairs once a week to be put to use, and it goes back upstairs. There was an update, so I'm thinking the update might have done it, possibly. Pi said, who had no audio on technical difficulty, bingo. <laughs> yeah. What's the over-under on tonight's uh, podcast, guys? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Chris, can you, Steph is only on for five more minutes, yep. so can you ask her a question quick? Yes, I will. All right, so this is, I, hi, everybody, how's it going? Um, so real quick before Steph has to go back to work, thanks for joining, Steph. Uh, we know that Peter is your number one guy. Um, What's up, Steph? And wink, wink. <laughs> We got you. Um, um, okay, so uh, Steph Moore says, I love all the photos you post. What made you decide to take up photography? Oh, and I love them, by the way. Oh, and I love him, by the way. Oh, thank you so much. Um, well, I've always been interested in, in cinematography since I was a kid, just watching movies and, and looking at different um, angles of shots and, uh, you know, 
I've, we all have a phone in our pocket, so I'm always just kind of like grabbing little things. And I, one day I was just kind of like, you know what? I take a lot of these. Maybe if I start putting a little bit more research into cinematography and how these get, how these guys actually, you know, get the, the right lighting on shots, um, you know, I can start venturing out, you know, into this world that I'm kind of already in and seeing if maybe I can start dipping the, the foot into the directing side of things. And um, so that's kind of how the cinematography page started. But it's it's all kind of gearing towards uh, wanting to become a director eventually. So but thank you for for supporting that. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, anyone who does follow Peter, you, you have your the Peter. It's uh, photography. It's PLZ PLZ pictures, pictures right? yeah. Correct. Yep. It's, uh, I mean, I on Instagram uh, that I know of. That's the one I follow. You know, that I the most on. Um, so if you guys want to see any of these photos that Peter does post, um, check him out on the Instagram page. Um, I also retweet them too. So there's a PLZ pictures on uh, Twitter and and Instagram. Okay. And every every day I post something on uh, on Twitter and I'll retweet it on my main account. So all right, uh, in the in the chat real quick, um, Dave uh, over at Squawking Dead, he said uh, I noticed Alex Stone is connected with you in some in some way. Uh, in what capacity? Yes. So Alex, uh, and what's up, Dave? By the way, Squawking Dead. Um, shout out to Squawking Dead. Um, Alex. We met through just like I meet a lot of people through Twitter, and um, I noticed that she was a screenwriter, um, and we kind of just linked up one day on the I think it was a thread on there, and then we got to talking about film and whatnot, and I was telling her about some short film projects I was working on, and um, and yeah, she was like, well maybe we can uh, link up on I think I said maybe we can link up on something and she was absolutely down with it and we just started throwing some ideas around and now we actually have a short film that just finally got finished editing uh, that we're going to be submitting to festivals um, like this week which is really exciting so her and I are are working on uh, putting some films together she's the she's the pen behind it and uh, I'm doing the directing so uh, and in this film specifically, I'm co-directing with a, a friend of mine, uh, Kevin Saunders, who's a very talented director as well and actor. I guess he, I guess he did our he did our water tower tours when we were in Sonoy last. Oh, cool! So we got to spend the whole you know tour with him, and he is oh he's a hoot. We had yes, so yes. much fun with him. Kevin is awesome. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, and Alex is too. I yeah, Alex is awesome. Alex is great. Yes. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's really cool. Um, and it's, it's just, it's just awesome that like people get to, uh, get to just talk so freely, like through Twitter and, and, and just, you know, collaborate and we have such, you know, common interests, but you're, but you're able to do it over like, you know, different time zones and, um, just because of the internet and it's amazing. So, yeah. Now is this, is this the, is it user? Is that the short film we're talking about? Okay. Correct. Yep. All right. And it's, yeah, because you posted that it's off to the festivals, right? Yes. Yes. Right. So, I mean, yep. that's, that's a great step in the right direction. You know, it is, it is. I think so. It's, um, it's what I've always wanted to do with, with the films is, is get it seen by peers. And, um, you know, that's where I think you really get tested. Obviously there's, you know, the mainstream market where you can get a studio to fund a movie and then put it in theaters or whatever kind of release. But when you're being judged by other filmmakers and other writers and other actors and 
people that work in this industry. I think that's the real, that's the real test. That's where you get some real feedback. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I'm excited about it. Kind of nervous. I'm super nervous. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but we'll see how it goes. I, I'm, I'm really happy with the way it turned out. And I think that, um, it was also a very interesting experience just putting my style on things along with Kevin's, um, and seeing, you know, learning how to work with other people, you know, cause obviously you can be very open to, to working with people at the beginning and say, yeah, you know, we can do that. We can. But when you, when it comes down to your baby, like there's a lot of compromise that happens and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a really valuable lesson to learn, you know, how to make those things work and how to come together on, on something for the better of a project. So, so what's the, what's the big dream here with the directing? And I mean, what, obviously I, I probably know what it is, but like, what's, what's your, you know, five, 10 year outlook on this, on this dream on what's going on right now? Like what, what does Peter want to achieve? Gosh, that's, that's going to sound crazy. Like <laughs> I, I want to, I want to direct films, um, on a major scale level. Um, and not, not major scale as in like, I want to do blockbuster superhero films only, you know, um, uh, I would, I, I would just love to really be respected as a filmmaker, uh, in the industry, you know, be in those rooms with the Christopher Nolans and the, um, you know, Damien Chazelle's and, you know, um, I mean, I can list a million directors, but but directors that are working consistently on on projects that are challenging them, um, but that also are known for signature styles. You know, I think that's one thing I'm really trying to do with PLZ Picks is kind of give people a, a sense of what my style is. I, I shoot sometimes the most basic things like a tree just from an angle that like people wouldn't typically see a tree from, you know, and I like doing stuff like that. I like messing with lighting, um, dramatic lighting and. So I, I would love to just really go full force with that. So I, I got that wheel turning with, and I'm and I'm reaching out to people who are also in that industry. You know that that also, um, you know, have taken a lot of time and and like on this project specifically, I worked with a cinematographer who um, Brady Holcomb is his name, and uh, I mean he's doing this full time on other sets. And uh, I, I learned so much just from literally just standing behind him on his camera about lenses and, you know, length and just little things like that. So um, I'm rambling a little bit, but the dream is to is to do it full time man. is to do it big scale um, and to, to do it also while I'm still hopefully growing as an actor and hopefully growing as a musician. That's awesome, man. Hey, look, I think you posted something uh, like a couple of weeks ago. And I saw it and I, I, I basically just, cause I know, I know basically from knowing you, you know, what, mm -hmm. what the, you know, the, the process for you to be, you know, to be great. You know what I mean? Like whatever it is you want, whatever you're doing, you want to be great at it. And I just basically said like, you know, don't ever stop dreaming, man. Like just go for it. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I and, saw you that. Know, one thing Thank I have you. to say, yeah. Peter, is you know, every time we talk to you, you know, one thing I love is that you always talk about growth. Mm -hmm. and always growing as a person and you can always you can always learn you can always do things better and i feel like i'd be remiss if i didn't say that a lot of where chris and i are at with the podcast now and and you know with having renee with us now we owe a lot of that to you yeah and i don't know if you ever really if you realize it that much but i mean you were our first live interview yeah you were the one who pushed us because <laughs> if you could have seen 
what Chris and I had to do <laughs> to get our shows lot to get them uploaded to YouTube and get them get them recorded, get them done, edit them and everything. Mm-hmm. And you know, a simple question of, hey, have you guys ever interviewed anybody live? And it's like, you know, shit that Chris and I never even thought yeah. in a million years it would be possible. Yeah. It, it pushed us to be better. Yeah. We thought we were just going to wow. be some basic audacity audio <laughs> podcast like everybody else does and pushes it out to, you know, whatever. And legit is like, Peter wants to do live. Like he wants yeah. to be like in person with his fans. And I said, no problem. Like I, I, I played that shit off so cool and so I was like, no problem. I showed, can... to, I showed up to his house and he goes, so, and I go, okay, what, what's up? He goes, we're doing the show live tonight. I go, huh? <laughs> yeah. And he was like, no, we're definitely gonna do it live. And I'm like, and I, I know how. He goes, can we go live in an hour? We can figure it out, right? I'm like, yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> it was, it was, it was definitely a um holy shit moment but at the same time like ryan said like up until then you know you you were the the main factor in what it is now if i were like when i go back and i check out the earlier podcasts and what (laughs) what a difference there is man like looking if i if i were to pull up like your original podcast like you're on a tv set that's behind us there's literally wires oh, running, yes, running like a yes. hundred feet through my house, going from the modem to this to that. <laughs> I have a a camera on a stand in front of us. It and then all the editing and everything that needs to be done. <laughs> so, like we're here now in the situation we're yeah. in right now, because after what we did with you, became a driving force for us to do it better. So, well, yeah. Thanks for saying, thank you for saying that, Ryan and Chris. I, I appreciate that. And um, I mean, flip side of that, like, I think I think you guys you guys were the first ones to reach out to me. So for me, I was so nervous. I was first of all, I was just kind of shocked that people wanted to eat, even had interest in me, you know. And I remember, you know, they say like, you don't make it overnight, and the making is just such a loose term anyway. But like, I remember with the Walking Dead specifically. It did kind of feel like that in a way because I think I got like 600 or something followers overnight just from somebody tweeting my name and then waking up the next morning and having all these people all of a sudden like care about the character and all this stuff. So that it was it was a whirlwind. I tell you guys about this all the time, but it was such a whirlwind. But like the fact that you guys even wanted to talk to me was such an honor and also super shocking and nervous for me. So. You guys did a lot for me too, um, and I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. For for posterity's sake, I uh, oh no, I pulled up the original <laughs> interview with Peter Luis Zimmerman, mm-hmm. and uh, that's God. what it looks like. Oh, oh yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. God. I I mean, good old yeah. you know, and you look at you know where we're at now. You know, it's he's got the same uh, beard and everything right now. He's literally that's got a, the that's, th- a, that's a little thicker, a little, little thicker. He's thicker. A thicker. He's a little yeah. bit more groomed. This is more groomed, but like he's he's got a nice full bush right now on his face. Look at that thing. That's like a, that's like a pretty boy apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like boy band apocalypse. He's, he's, ro- he's rocking the cutoffs. Right. He's got the necklace. Yeah, Damn. it's like the Backstreet Boys of Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but seriously, Peter, yeah, you know, I appreciate everything you've done for us, man. You know, I, I, like like parents say, they don't have a favorite child because 
all of our interviews have done something for us in one way or the other, but I, we definitely owe the most to you. And I, and I appreciate oh, it. Man. Absolutely. Thank you. Same for you guys. I appreciate y'all. So it's all love. Thank you. All right. Now that we're done, uh, you know, singing Kumbaya <laughs> and having s'mores at the campfire. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's give the people what they want. Okay. You got what you wanted. Selfish bastard. What do the people want? The people want? <laughs> well, I tell you what I want to talk about. Oh, you want you got yeah, yeah. God. So, what's inspired the old style hairdo? Well, look, I don't, I don't want to make this a thing, a big thing. Are you sure? Because it's, it's become a big thing. Well, to who? People that notice. People that notice <laughs> that. To no, people. No, there's people. Wait a minute. To him? There's people that have noticed that Peter's rocking a certain style that he had at one other period in time in his life. Well, okay. So, I, I, I hate to let y'all down with this. Um, and look, there's nothing. Nothing's off the mm-hmm. table. Okay, I, I've been very, very straightforward, uh, especially nowadays where we're kind of in this limbo of what the Walking Dead is is doing or isn't doing, or what shows are happening or not happening, or movies are being made or not being made. I'm I, Eduardo is available. Eduardo <laughs> is uh, apparently alive at the hilltop, mm-hmm. according to Angela King. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so the the hair, here's the hair. My hair, once it gets past a certain point, does something like this. All right. I got this, I got this Puerto Rican like frizzball thing going that after a certain percent of humidity, like I look like Albert Einstein, you know? Uh, so the only reason, and the only reason I did this back then too which I, so I booked the show with a man bun because I had let it get to a certain point just to test it out. And I realized, Oh, my hair is not going to fall like Prince Charming. (laughs) My hair's just not going to do that. Especially in that Atlanta humidity. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Especially over there. So, so yeah, at a certain point I was like, I just got to tie this shit up, I guess, or, or do something with it. So that's where I'm at right now. It's at that point where it's, it's a little too long to, to, you know, I'm not going to put any sort of relaxer in there. I've done that once and I looked ridiculous. <laughs> All right. Um, so you're squashing, but, you're squashing my hopes and dreams. That's okay. Well, listen, man. Well, not squashing I, I because like you said, anything could happen. Anything could happen. And one thing that we're seeing nowadays um, with a lot of franchises, and I, I, I do think this, this kind of just happens. Like they always revisit you know, it may not be right away, but they always revisit. And there's, I have faith still to this day in, in the writing on the show that there's a reason characters literally went missing because it wasn't just Eduardo. And I didn't, I haven't watched, actually, I don't even want to tell you guys when I stopped watching, but I haven't watched for a while. Um, but I have heard from other, other actors on the show that, um, you know, that they, that they're missing too, just like I am missing. And I can't imagine that there's a, um, <laughs> that there's just oh whoops you know <laughs> we forgot about you so i do think that that a lot of it has to do with hey you're on cable network and you know you're working with limited budget limited time and there are priorities i get all that but i also think that you have really good writers on the show who understand you know how to circle back to things so that's what i'll say about that the hair, the hair honestly works for me just because um, I can get a couple different looks from it if I need to for headshots and auditions and okay. stuff. 
Um, yeah, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. So all right, all right. I am sorry to <laughs> not give you anything bigger than that. Well, though. even even well, here's 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 the other side of that coin. Okay. Even if he could. See, he could be just lying to us the whole time. Even if he, he could be pulling at Andrew Garfield. Even right if he could, he could. Spoiler alert! Even even if he could, he couldn't. You know what I mean? Mm. So like we oh we we always. I'm just gonna take it, Peter. With every interview, every interviewee that we have on the show, we always talk about the the infamous moment with you and our our, our good buddy James Chen, mm. and the time we were doing <laughs> the duo podcast with you guys, and we were talking. We were getting to the nitty gritty of The Walking Dead. And we kept making the joke that you know that uh, Gimple was, that watching. was yeah. watching you with a sniper scope, and then that and uh, <laughs> you know that the, that your 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 internet was going to cut out, and then you were mid you were mid sentence, and your internet went out, and you logged off, and we're sitting there and we're looking at James like, <laughs> it happened. Okay, <laughs> it just happened. <laughs> I will never forget. That's that. why I'm no longer on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we so we now know well, where the line is. Yes. We will not cross that line right. again. Yeah. Right. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, thanks a lot, guys. So we could we could see him like in a Tales of Walking Dead episode, you know? We could hear some origin story mm-hmm. or some or where he's been maybe or whatever. So there's we hope. Totally good. Mm-hmm. Totally yeah, good. We'll see. I still I yeah. personally still have the hope. Chris thinks that Maggie mm-hmm. and Negan are gonna have a baby. Okay. I okay. personally Wow, that's a stretch uh, yeah, from I personally ship Eduardo <laughs> and Maggie. <laughs> And little baby okay. Magwardo. Mm. <laughs> Magwardo. Magwardo. You see the problem with the name itself? Magwardo. It sounds like a like a juice or something. Ed Waggy. Like, like a workout drink. Ed, Ed, Ed Waggy. Ed Waggy. Ed Waggy. Um, I'm just saying. Yeah. And not a good hashtag. Yeah. Magwardo. Yeah. Uh, and just in case anybody who hasn't uh, heard yet, but. Renee did um, send us the info on Tales of the Walking Dead. It did start filming uh, already in Buford, Georgia. So that's going on as we speak. Um, nice. And then the official trailer. I grew, I grew up about. What was that? Buford. Pretty cool. I said I grew up, I said I grew up about 10 minutes. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, yeah. The official trailer for part two of season 11 will release tomorrow. So we'll get a glimpse at, you know, more for uh, season um, season 11. And then, um, oh shit, Oscar's here. What's up, Oscar? Oscar. Oscar Rodriguez is here. Yeah, red hat. Mm. Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, right. Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> Oscar the Grouch, man. God, so grumpy lately when I talk Big to him. Big in a green hat. So grumpy when I talk <laughs> to him lately. Um, Francine had a question, by the way. First of all, Francine said, Congratulations. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, Peter is engaged to, uh, you know what I mean? Yay, so you guys have been engaged for what now? Over over a year, right? Yes, we got engaged. Yep, in okay. November last yeah. year. So, yep. And then, so with uh, with COVID and everything going on, we're just we're dealing with logistics mm-hmm. and all that. But yes, it's happening. You, so, how, how bad is it bad down there in Georgia? I mean, the whole COVID uh, thing? Well, I mean, the restrictions are not as bad as other places. Right. Um, but for my industry specifically, like, you've got to be very careful. Yeah, right. Very, very careful. Of course. Because, I mean, they're testing every two days, um, you know. So, yeah, you just got to be very, very careful if you want to work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's obviously, I mean – up here is 
up here is like a war zone um as yeah. far as that goes um so as far as like so you just said that you guys just started watching parks and rec um yes we got some questions anybody wants everybody wants to know kind of i got francine and some other people asked what you might be watching um lately um oh man uh, have you been watching anything on like disney plus with mandalorian or boba fat yes um, i'm watching a lot right are now. you we could have a whole hour about what I'm watching right now. Because yeah, yeah. I'm watching some um, – go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. Have, have you gotten into, like, Yellowstone or anything like that? Okay. So – Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Let's break it down. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So let me just say this. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll go down the list of what I'm watching. I'm watching Succession. Loving it. Um, it's on HBO. I watched the first episode of Yellowstone. Not my favorite. But I'm watching the prequel, 1883 which I freaking love mm -hmm. uh, the way it's shot, the writing, the music, beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm watching Parks and Rec. That's kind of like my wind down show. You know, you yeah. always have that, that comfort right. show. <laughs> Parks and Rec, uh, Boba Fett. I'm loving Boba Fett. Um, so yes, yes. I don't want to, I don't want to like just open the can of worms, but yes, I am watching <laughs> all of those shows. And then, I just watched the uh, the tragedy of Macbeth last night with Denzel Washington. Okay, yeah. that was really good. Uh, beautifully shot. Um, what else? What else did I just see? I mean, in all the big ones, you know, I saw Spider Man. That was great. Um, so yeah. All right. And you, so you yeah. said you saw the first episode of Yellowstone. I did. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's as far as you've gotten. Yeah. I mean, you're not my cup of tea. All right. All right. I mean, yeah. if you if you if I you happen to go back it. for seconds, you might like it. It depends. It depends. I'm I'm very um, I'm very weird with like TV shows. I mean, I guess I guess a lot of people are like this, but you know, I like to commit. You know, I like to, and I, sometimes I get so overwhelmed before even starting something that I end up watching nothing. You know, mm -hmm. but I'm like, all right, what am I gonna get into tonight? What am I? How many? How many seasons of a show am I gonna watch tonight? Like I have to have the whole thing planned out. So like once I get into that first episode, I either am ready to commit or I'm not, and that's when I start kind of bouncing around. So, the, the, so I, I didn't I didn't dislike it. I was just kind of like, all right, let me let me see what the prequel is right. about, 1883. Um, and uh, and yeah, yeah. The the thing that gets me the most about those shows is the scope of the the whole scope of it, like the cinematography everything like mm. it just seems so large in scope you know what i yeah. mean it's just yeah. and, and i'm baffled like you know i know that it's like a big production obviously but i mean everything that they incorporate from all the cattle the horses i mean yeah it's just it's 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 large man like it's a large scope Absolutely. project like and they have real there's like real legit cowboys in these things you know that they've they've brought on yeah. you know and it's just everyone had to learn how to ride horses and just you know which right. isn't an easy thing because if you don't like large animals or if you have a fear of whatever you know but right it's just the show itself and like you said the way it the, the way it's shot um yeah even even it does seem very authentic it does seem like they did a lot of research yeah. with like you said like the riding of the mm -hmm. horses the um the wrangling and itself. even what you said about the shots the scope of the shots right so like one thing i like i love wide shots 
you know, I love, and, and sometimes you can kind of tell like, all right, how much, how much are they really working with? Like, are they in a studio mm-hmm. or, or are they on the damn location? Mm-hmm. Um, cause in 1883 specifically, and I think Yellowstone is the same, it's shooting the same area probably. But, yeah. um, I mean, you see the scope immediately. You see like, oh damn, they're in Wyoming or they're in, you know, Yellowstone, whatever. Um, and it is a freaking prairie right. or a, a desert or whatever. And you feel like you, you feel there. Mm-hmm. You feel like, and that's that's what we all want. I feel like with entertainment is to feel like we're going somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like watching oh, yeah. those shows literally made me feel like I I wanted to be a cowboy. Like, uh, <laughs> was, right. like I'm I'm throwing a wall away. I'm gonna go out to my Montana. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm buying a yeah. ranch. I'm gonna buy livestock. Yeah. And apparently, I'm here to see a man about a horse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently, an AR-15 comes along with it. We're, we're, in, we're, we're, in the, we're in the suburbs of New York, and, Peter, and uh, Chris has got a horse in his house. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm all for it. I'm about to go buy the hat and, and everything, and just do it. I'm gonna get me some assless chaps and rocket. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So you could just go to the cowboy camp because that's what they they send all the actors to cowboy yeah. camp. So you could just do that, and then you don't have yeah, and don't have to buy everything. Just go there, and they've got it ready for you. I mean, Renee's already got planned out for us. It's just I, I got it ready for you, Chris. I've been very very immersed into that whole universe now that it is because it's you know they're gonna now they have they're doing um, the four sixes ranch. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. it's gonna be another another series, and it's just like this whole universe is developing, and I'm 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 immersed, man. I'm in hard. I'm all 100 yeah. all in. So absolutely, so awesome, Peter. I'm gonna ask this because I feel like if I don't ask this, Lucy might kill me. Oh no, it's just a moist comment. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Earlier on, she wanted to know: uh, Would we be hearing a live performance of the song that you made for mm, us? Mm. Oh my god! Uh, he doesn't have any well, of his equipment tonight. Yeah, he's supposed to do that. My equipment. He needs a studio for that. Oh. It's a live performance. I don't know. I, do I look like I a musician? Do I look I like a singer? I'm just saying. All I need, all I need is a uh, a little speaker and and um, I don't even need a microphone. But yes, I will. Not just just not tonight. Because oh. honestly, I don't know. I don't know what off the top of my head just yet. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll bring <laughs> you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring me back. Part two. All right. I'll just I'll just start off the show like that. How about that? Oh, we'll yeah. yeah. Live intro. There you go. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that too. I like it. It's a good idea. Um, let me dive back into question center here. I got a question. I know you're talking about riding horses. I don't want to hear anything about, oh, we're going to get back on track. What? It was part of the segment we were in. <laughs> oh, the segment. We're, <laughs> daily news over here. You, we can't Move on to the next segment. Proceed, Christopher. <laughs> if everything cuts to black and you hear a lot of banging and crying, it's because... It's, well, not, it's not AMC, <laughs> it's him. It's because Ryan's now on the ground. <laughs> I come back, my foot's up in the air. <laughs> um, so this question is actually from Josh. This is uh, Renee's Hubs. Uh, pictured above, actually. Yes, yeah, oh, pictured above with you, Peter. Uh, he wants to know, what is your weirdest fan interaction? Do you have any stalkers? If not, would you like one? It's <laughs> <laughs> a very loaded question. Yeah. There. Oh, um, Joshua. <laughs> weirdest fan interaction. Hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, nothing, nothing has really caught me off guard only because, um, when I'm at these conventions, when I was at the conventions, uh, when the world was open, um, you kind of expected, you know, just a lot, just anything. 
Um, I will say there was a there was a person who thought that they were um, they were they were kind of getting some free some free stuff from the tables and whatnot, and we were kind of told, um, hey, you know, this person's with so and so, just be nice and whatever she wants. And I think she she genuinely thought she was fooling us. She kept coming back with different clothes, like she was a different person every time. Mm. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that was a little weird. Just <laughs> so it's like, so do you have a backpack just full of different clothing? Yeah. I thought it was a joke at first, but it was she was actually going in disguise, you know? Wow. Um, like Clark Kent in the photo booth. <laughs> the phone booth. Yeah. Put on some glasses. <laughs> I don't know. But no, um, stalkers, no, I don't think so. I hope not. Um, you know, I've had some interesting Twitter moments, but, um, you know, people asking for, like, feet pics and shit. That's, that's always a little weird. But apparently I'm not the only one that's been asked that. So that's, like, a common thing, I guess. Right. You get a, like, a request, hey, can I have the left nipple only? <laughs> Right. People are weird, man. Damn it, that was the right. Yeah, yeah. I can tell. I can tell by the way the hair goes. Oh my god. Um. All right. Next question from Josh is: uh, When working on a project, do the producers uh, give you a lot of rules, such as whether you can lose or gain weight, keep your hair a certain way, um, and how you can interact with the public? I think it depends on the show. And it depends on the size of your of your role. Mm-hmm. Um, with Walking Dead, they were. I know that that uh, Gimple, from what I heard, was very um, very like made aware of the hair situation because, like I said, I came in with a man bun, right. and I remember them thinking uh, that they had to like check, they had to cross check a lot of stuff like physically with with my situation and he was signing off on a lot of it i never got approached um actually ironically on the biggest show at the time in the world about like how to handle the public that was kind of just like a crash course for me um which was actually kind of it was kind of fun but uh, and i have i have a little side little funny story for the side that i've actually been thinking about but um but no like it, it depends on the project i've had i've had some some projects where like a producer is very involved uh or a director sometimes they it switches from producer to director or you know whoever comes up to you but um but yeah it depends it depends all right all right so this the little side thing that i was going to say um I was at the airport. I, this is like the coolest, the coolest time, I think, being on the show. I don't think I've ever told you guys this. And I thought about this like the other night. I think I was like in between sleep and awake consciousness, like whatever. And it's just probably only going to sound cool to me. But like I was in the airport um, and I don't even know where I was headed to. I was like it was like a, a early morning flight. But the, I remember the airport was packed and I was leaving Atlanta and I had just left set. And like, I just left set like that morning, like at 4 a.m. or something like that, went to the airport and I'm standing in line with Casey, uh, my fiance at like some, uh, one of the little airport stores and two guys behind me are talking about, uh, the finale of season seven, season seven. Yeah. The, uh, the cliffhanger. Right. And I remember we had already shot it and everything like that. And I'm, and I'm listening to them talk about Jeffrey Dean Morgan behind me and I'm like, 
oh man, they're talking about the show I'm on right now. Mm-hmm. And I just kept listening to like their whole conversation like a weirdo, and I'm just like, okay, they're talking about like how Negan is in Chicago right now, and he or Jeffrey Morgan's in Chicago, and he's shooting this, but he's coming back to shoot. And they were just speculating, just like all fans do, about like where he's going to be. And they started talking about fan theories. And I remember thinking like in that moment, like, holy shit, I am on the biggest show in the world right yeah. now. Yeah. And, and like, I don't know why the other night that just gave me chills because it, it's one of those things you don't really appreciate. I appreciated it in the moment, but like last night or whenever I had this last night or the night before, I was just thinking like, it was such an interesting and amazing time to like be a part of it, you know, because I mean, we can sit here and talk about like, oh, what, what if Eduardo did this or, you know, what if he comes back or whatever the case is, but like, um, just to be a part of it at that time was special because like, like the world just felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just a vibe. Everything was just this feeling of like, kind of like with Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. like just the tension in the air, you know? Right. And, 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 uh, and yeah, that was, that was one of the coolest moments being on the show, not even on set, just apart from it and realizing that, holy shit, I'm like part of this in a small way, but I'm part of it. So, well, and not not only that, but like you were able to be a part of it when it was really like at its at its peak. At its peak you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you weren't not obviously right now. It's you know they're dwindling down or whatever, but mm. everybody's always had their complaints about that show, ups and downs, and everything like that. Yeah. But the yeah. fact that you were able to be like in the middle of that meat, <laughs> like you were you were the meat in that sandwich, you know, part of that. Um. So that, you know, carries a lot of weight with it, you know, like you were, no matter what your, you know, your part, your part was, you were a big part of the, the like the meat of that show. Yeah. And I think that, yeah, and I think that uh, thank you for that. I, I think for me as an actor, the, what I, cause as an actor, you want material, like that's, that's the biggest thing you want to, you want to have, you know, stuff for your real, your resume to be able to go to that next role and be like, Hey, look at what I did on this show, you know, but also what you take away from it, um, and what a lot of a lot of people don't see as an actor is like the experience, you know, just like when you're going for your next job and you're in a you're in an interview and they're asking about your previous experience. Like, like, for example, Jungle Cruise, I was in Jungle Cruise and 90 percent of our shit got cut, you know, um, which I don't think I've, I've really put out there just because I haven't had an opportunity to say it yet. But I was on that set for five weeks. And yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Right. Either, but. But the big win in that whole scenario for me was I was credited and I got five weeks on a major studio Disney film where the next time I go in for that audition or that role, whoever's looking at it, they're not going to necessarily pull up. Oh, Jungle Cruise. OK, let me No, they're looking at. Oh, you've worked on a Disney project for X amount of time. And, you know, they had good things to say about you or whatever the case is. So those are the little things like with Walking Dead. I look at that and I'm just like. You know, it was three consistent years of just work and getting to like really mix and mingle with people that are doing great things in the industry. And also to a, a side note, but me as a director, like, and I didn't appreciate this at the time, but now like that show was shot on film. Right. Like that is so rare. Yeah. Anything to be shot on film. Uh, it's expensive. It's, it's harder to work with. Um, but I mean, that's, that's beautiful. That's art. That's art right there. So yeah, it was really, it was a really cool thing to be a part and of. 
hi uh in our chat she said you know the walking dead being so big she said the whole world watches you know and you were at one point were in everyone's living room you know what i mean so like to put that in your mind you know what i mean like you were in millions of people's living rooms as they sat and watched on their tvs you know wow. i mean that's yeah. just like i've i've honestly to tell you the god's honest truth the way pi just worded that not that I've never thought of it that way, but I don't think until I actually saw someone else say it and I read it, I never really like even thought of it. Like, holy shit, yeah, like you're not just you're yeah. not just on my TV in my living room, you know? <laughs> like you're everywhere, man. You know. My, well, thank you, thank you for that. Pie. Yeah, yeah, moment, that's, that's a very cool uh... with this whole thing. Uh, you know, kind of going off of what Pi said is for me personally like i used to watch the walking dead mm -hmm. with like my closest friends and like their family because like that was our thing every sunday i'd go over my my best friend's parents house yep. and we'd watch it on their big tv in the, in, the, in the living room and everything and we and you know her dad would make us all this food and stuff like that and it was kind of like our, our ritual yeah and then obviously covid changed that a lot um but you know it was really funny because i'd be watching the episode and i'll never forget like seeing the episode where you know um peter <laughs> or eduardo calls maggie boss lady right and so i would sit there and i'm instantly thinking like hey that's you know that's peter you know and, and like i obviously you know after all the interactions we've had i see you as a friend you know what i mean mm -hmm. and not just this person we interviewed and so i'd always be like oh look hey look it's peter or you know we'd see um like uh, there was an episode with, like marisol was on it you know what i mean and i'd be like oh that's marisol yeah and for them that's not who you are like for them that's oh that's eduardo you know what mm -hmm. i mean and so like, it was always like weird to me that like, if not for the walking dead, I wouldn't have these experiences. Right. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And so it, even and same, same for yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't trying to cut no, you off. Good. I'm just saying like the other, the other main, and I've said this many times, but like the relationships that I have today, a ton of them are because of the show. And it's, it's amazing. Like, you know, especially in this world, which is kind of sad. Like it's, it's really, even the way you just explained, like back before COVID, you know, but like a lot of shit is virtual yeah. now. And a lot of these relationships that we value are unfortunately just strictly online or whatever. Um, but they mean everything. And like, I've been able to, to create, including you guys, like some incredible friendships that will last forever from this show, from this experience, from this time that we all experienced, you know, in our lives. Like, that's incredible. So, yeah. I, and I, to touch on something you just said, I mean, with everything that's gone on, um, one of, I was just going through one of Linda's questions was, um, obviously the fans haven't forgotten about you. Um, but she was, she's just wondering, like, is there anyone that you still keep in touch with from the show that you like, that you didn't know, obviously prior, but after working with them, building a friendship. And, and so like, is there anybody like you still, generally talk talk to yeah uh, yeah um i mean and most of it's most of it's through twitter just because you know that's kind of yeah. where we're all at but you know jeremy palco who played andy on the show um james now and then he's busy he's he's working good for him um karen cise um who else yeah a lot of them a lot of them are just you know uh aside from the ones that are kind of like still on the show um because it's, it's a whole new cast and a whole new wave mm -hmm. of people um really the people that i came in with you know the hilltop right. crew uh we still keep in touch and um 
Yeah. And yeah, I, I, I love those guys. I love those guys. It's, it's, it's like, a, it's really cool that like, you don't think about it until it's, until it's kind of like you're out of it, but it's like, wow, we experienced that together. You know, like I remember going that day to, to set when the hilltop was just built and not even knowing what the hilltop mm-hmm. was. And all these comic book fans were like waiting on this thing for years, right? <laughs> and just pulling up to this fort, this massive fort. I'm like, what the hell? Where, where is this for set? <laughs> and like the guy telling us like, hey, you and him, you and Cal are going to be standing on this gate and this is your community. Like, this is ours? <laughs> like this massive arena of freaking, you know, whatever. Like, so... But yeah, we experienced, like we, I remember that those moments so clearly, like we experienced that together for the first time. Like that's incredible. So, but yeah, love those guys. Mm-hmm. Always checking in on them. Yeah, so. Jeremy's like doing like a whole paint thing now. He's like yep. painting, he's an artist. Yeah. And like, yes. And, and then, and you guys became fur baby parents, you and, you know, where you guys have, what is it, Thor? <laughs> Oh, I thought you were talking about me and Jeremy. No, 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 no. Jer- Jeremy doesn't have a fur. Well, actually, I think Jeremy has a fur baby too, but he got his fur baby before you guys yeah, got yeah. Your, fur, your fur baby. Oh my God, yeah. I have a, I have a, a lab. His name yeah. is Thor. Yeah, and he's, he's everything. He's my life, man. He's been keeping me sane, and he's adorable. He's got his own Instagram page too. Yep, Casey's running his Instagram. He's famous. I think it's yep. Thor. Is it Thor Z Labrador? Thor Z Labrador, yep. right? Yeah. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a cutie, man. He really is. I got a soft spot for them, for those big mushy dogs. Um, oh yeah. Uh, Renee, actually, Renee, real quick, wants to know: Is uh, are you going to be releasing any new music soon? Uh, when will you? When will we? Ooh, when will we be able to see <laughs> the short film you did with Alex? Okay. So. Okay. So. Music. Um, music. This. Okay. This, I, I kind of wanted to get to this because this is this is new for me, but this is also super exciting because this is the other side of the many things I'm trying to do uh, that I'm really hitting hard this year. I'm going to be releasing a ten songs every month uh, till the end of 2020. So um, I've been doing volume one, volume two. I just released volume two yesterday or two day, three days ago, something like that, uh, of just scores, soundtracks. Um, I've taken a step back from rapping, singing just for, you know, there's not for me, it all has to come from inspiration and I'm not super inspired at the moment, uh, to say anything, which is cool, you know, cause I would hate to force that, but I'm super inspired to just be on the production side, the, the music. And I love melodies and stuff like that. Um, so I've been doing 10 songs every month of scores and this year, on top of the getting stuff into festivals, directing, acting, uh, I'm going to try to hopefully get placements on uh, films, TV shows, and video games for these okay. scores. So I already have um, one of them in a indie film coming out hopefully before the end of this year. Uh, and when I can announce that, I will. Um, I'm, ex- I'm super excited about that because that's like a huge epic battle scene it's like my game of thrones moment but i got to do the the score for that um but yeah that's the plan with the music as i will be releasing music uh every single month um under peter louise zimmerman on all platforms so not peter z peter louise zimmerman my full name all right i'll tell you the volume one and two i love when i write 
I don't like to, I like to have something playing in the background, but the lyrics always get in my head and I can't write. So I've been using those because it's so great for that. And I just have the you know, music is playing in the background. And so it's wonderful. I love it so much. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and then to, to answer your question about the, the short film. Um, so with festivals, a lot of them won't let you release it to the public until they've been viewed and judged and things like that. So, um, Right now, we're kind of just keeping it on the back burner just because we're submitting everywhere. But uh, definitely, definitely this year. I know that's a very vague uh, whatever, but the goal with this one was always to just get this in the circuit, get this seen by a lot of, um, you know, by a lot of film festivals and, and hopefully win some awards with it uh, and just get some traction with that. But definitely this year. Um, I also have a commercial coming out. I've been saying that for I feel like two years now because it's been it's been a while. But commercials they don't tell you when they air; they just kind of pop right. up one day, um, and it's a big one. So that's all I can say about that. But hopefully that should be any day now. I feel like, uh, and the hair is a little bit different because it was I shot it last year, so I had just the above above bald. Uh, crazy, I was bald. <laughs> You guys remember that? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I got all the hairstyles, man. I like I. I usually try to see what you got going on because your hair has a lot to do with it usually. <laughs> right. Uh, but no, it was it was more of like a buzz cut yeah. back then. But, I feel like um, we've seen you at so many yeah, different that... levels of haircut and mm-hmm. uh, and, and beardage. You yeah. know. Yeah. Yes. Always trying to keep it fresh. <laughs> you know? Um, going back to music real quick, uh, Linda. Yes. And this is actually uh, Linda always usually comes up really good questions so um and so that she says your album volume volume two begins begins with the title this comes from a dark place and then yeah. it ends with a title called free mm-hmm. so i think what she she wants to know is like with with this album with from start to finish by the end of the album like did you she wants to know, like, are you finally free? Like, did was there something in that album that, like, you know, where you started it, where, and, and, you know, obviously coming from a dark place and then ending with free? Like, was there a correlation there? Um, not necessarily in the sense of, like, you know, it was a, it was a, in, in a linear, you know, timeline like that. But I will say, I mean, everything has a name for a reason. The, the disc, this came from a dark place was honestly like a day where I was having like the shittiest day and just like, you know, terrible thoughts, not terrible, terrible thoughts, but you know, pretty bad thoughts just about like everything, just self doubt and self, all the shit that we all go through as humans. And I just started, the only thing I turned to was the music at that point. And I just started creating like dark sounds and I was looking for a name and actually Casey usually, um, I go to her for my names because she just, she, she I'll, I'll show her something and she'll just be like, ah, uh, sacred, call that one sacred. Oh, this kind of sounds like a, like a glitch in time or something. Oh, glitch in time. Um, but with this one, I was like, no, man, this came from a dark place. Like this, this one. Um, so I hope that kind of answers it. There, it wasn't like a, a journey through the 10, the 10, I, I kind of ordered them just sonically so that they would flow. But they were named purposefully, purposefully, if that okay. makes sense. And that one specifically, that first one was definitely uh, near and dear. Right. 
So, you know, and like, no matter, yeah. no matter what, I'll tell you this, because if, if you follow Peter, you know, that even though he might have had a shitty day that day, I guarantee you that on the same day he went on Twitter and told everybody to have a blessed day or a great day or yeah. don't yeah. give up yeah. today. I guarantee it. I'll put, I, would, I will <laughs> put all the money I have on it that the same day he went yeah. and told other people to have a great day and make it worth something because he yeah. does it every day. Yep. And he reminds us about wine o'clock all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Chris, that's a lot of times that's for yeah. me too. I mean, because you know, it's tough. And I and, and people people ask me about that sometimes. Like, why why are you always posting like the same? You know, grateful for another day or whatever. It's like, first of all, there's there's so many opinions out there about this or that. And sure, I could get on on Twitter and talk about my opinion on whatever, right? But here's the thing. Somebody already has that same opinion. It's going to piss somebody off. Or I could just be very human and even for myself, like give myself that extra boost of like, you know what, Pete? You woke up today. Be grateful. You know, like me personally, I've been going through a lot of personal shit this year. Um which I, I hopefully want to like get into at the, right at the right time, but man, like I've seen, I've seen the world from like a whole different set of eyes and um, like, it's, it's really, it's really just taught me that all this, all this shit that we're chasing, like, you know, career, everything, like you really have to just come back to the core of, of like, of, of being able to like wake up and go somewhere and like breathe and you know i know i'm now rambling again but like there's just so much value in just being able to get up and go do something you know even even if it's to just go take the trash to to you know your trash compactor or whatever like getting able being able to wake up you know is a blessing and i i promise like i will never um take that for granted again because this year has shown me a lot just uh, just about appreciating life um, but yeah, that's, that's part of the reason that's part of what's behind it is like every single day is a blessing every single day. Even if it is a shitty morning, if you have a headache, if you know, maybe you're a little broke or whatever, like it's still, it's still a, a, a day to be grateful for, because guess what? You can still change your situation. You still have life. Like that's, it's a beautiful thing. So, and there's beauty in the struggle. I know that's a cliche thing, but there is beauty in the struggle. You learn more about yourself through the hard shit that you go through than any good time, like any success that you can have. And I, and I'm kind of living proof of that too. Like there's so much during TWD, like, and there was a lot of tough times during TWD too. Like a lot of, you know, financial stuff that I was going through that, you know, you think like, Oh, you're on TV. You have money. Well, always have money when you're on TV. Sometimes you're waiting to get paid. Like there's a lot of whatever, but also it's not until you're like removed from situations that you realize Oh wait a second! Like, this wasn't as uh, this wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I could go on, but you know, that's hey, where that's where all that comes from. There's one thing. Stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say if there's one thing I've learned is you might you might consider yourself as rambling, but uh, everybody else sees it as you just talking to them and telling a story that they all want to hear. So, you don't got to worry about that. 
Thank you. Um, Lucy, I just saw a question from Lucy earlier uh, in the chat. She was wondering if you, I guess, if you were to choose uh, or what do you prefer between music or acting? Like if you had a choice, you had a road to take for the rest of your life, where would you go? Mm. I, mean, I mean, probably acting just because, just because um, I don't even know why. <laughs> I, just my mind right now is just going to acting, but I love both. And and especially now that I've kind of found this new lane with music, mm. not new because I've always produced or I've, I've produced a lot of my own stuff. But now that I'm just focusing score heavy, like it's still kind of new territory versus with acting. It's um, I've, I've been building on that for 15 years now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and there's just so much you can do with acting. I mean, so many, so many characters to play literally like, and I'm constantly inspired, you know, there's times where like, you can ask Casey, I'll be walking around the house, just talking to myself like a crazy person, but I'm just, I'm literally like repeating a scene I just saw or seeing if I can do something different on how they, I just saw it. I'm a crazy person, but, <laughs> but like, I'm constantly acting, you know, like, just because it's 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 just in me. I love it. Um, I love the craft. So if I had to pick one right this second, it would be acting. Okay. See, it's weird because I do that too, but most people just think I'm crazy. So. There you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't you have to. So <laughs> I usually walk in through my door. I'm like, that motherfucker was driving so slow. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was acting, I promise. I was just acting it out in my head. <laughs> I'm an actor. It's all right. Um, <laughs> oh goodness yeah we uh we we had some we had some spamming going on in our chat for the first time ever that was yeah. interesting oh nice what oh was i it? don't you know i'm not even I, gonna, I, we're not gonna repeat it hate speech hate speech yeah, not worth repeating yeah, it's not even uh, we're not gonna give them, were, they, were they talking about no, me? no 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 this was somebody uh, a spam bot yeah, yeah. It was like a bot okay. So, okay yeah no no absolutely not um but we're not even like, grateful for another we're not, day yeah, we're not even going to give them any more attention besides the fact that i mentioned that we got spammed so that, that other than that that's it um yeah so uh next question um what kind of so linda would like to know as far as the kind of cameras and everything you use for you know your photography <clears throat> what like is it you mentioned your your phone and everything, but do you obviously? I'm gonna imagine you have like legit cameras that you use. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now I do. Uh, it used to be just phone because I was just like I said, snapping pics on the phone and trying to figure out angles and lighting mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, now I'm working with a black. It's called a Black Magic, um, and a Canon as well. Um, so eventually, and those are, you know, pretty, pretty nice standard video, uh, cameras and also photography, but, um, my dream is to shoot on probably like a red, like if people want to look up like, uh, like a red camera, um, or even like an Ari, you know, those are the standard, like, you know, major motion picture cameras, but, um, uh, but there's a lot that you can do. And this is the, the beauty of like cell phones too is is you know i was shooting so much on a phone for like two years i learned so much about how like how to get the right shot before i even got to a camera which i think is the whole point you know anybody can can pick up a camera and make something you know just snap a picture but like it's it's the 
the learning, you know, how to get the right shot and, and, you know, the ISO and just all the little like details that go into like getting the quality that you want. So, and I'm still learning. It's still a learning process and every camera has different features and, um, you know, and I'm still kind of evolving with my style as well. No, no. Photography is almost like a science of its own thing, man. It's just like every lens is different. Every every, camera is different. Yeah. Light, light. And it's just like, it's a blend of so many different, aspects that you know to, to like come up with the desired photo that you're looking for so it's it's almost like a science the way i always looked at photography um absolutely you know. like renee she's a phenomenal photographer yeah yeah yes. <laughs> um i know you mentioned that like you haven't really been keeping up with the series at all you know you last time you had watched have been way back um but have you ever had like a like a thought on how like you would want wanted to end the show like like was it ever like something mm-hmm. that you had even been like oh you know if i had it my way it would end this way if you were the producer how about i put it to you this way oh god um and i i have, I have an idea for yeah. sure um because i really once i started paying attention to the comic i i really liked the introduction of the commonwealth um i thought that that was such a unique and different like feel to the walking dead mm-hmm. world um but i always saw rick like as a part of that he's like yeah rick you know where the hell's rick where's the where's the movie mm-hmm. yeah, um, exactly <laughs> that's the complaint now but i mean to answer your question no i don't have a specific ending mm-hmm. but rick's definitely involved in it i think carl's involved in it too i think that say what you want about whatever but like that's the heart of the story you know rick and his son Mm -hmm. um and survival like that's the core of the entire story you know there's obviously other characters that that mean a lot to him and you know in their own separate whatever but um but yeah i think that that maybe even some sort of passing the torch you know there was always setting up this whole like yeah, I mean, from the way that they looked with the cowboy hat and everything, the same revolver, like there was always supposed to be that passing of the show. I, I would have seen, I would have liked to see something, you know, uh, like that, but, but we'll see, we'll see where it goes. And yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's so much is up in the air right now with the series, but um, obviously yeah. everybody has their, their own ideas on what's going to happen. So. I'm, someone will get it right out of all the ideas that are floating out there. Someone will nail it. <laughs> Pie goes dot dot dot. And it's tough. I mean, it's. I'm oh, sorry, Peter. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, good. No, Pie said dot dot dot. Who's gonna tell him about Carl? <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched that part. I was there for that part. I was there that season. Yeah. Funny story. I remember. Um, I think I was off for that episode. Yeah, I was off for that episode, but I I came back like the following, or it was it was towards the mid season break, right? Yeah, of season eight when he passed. Yeah. It was like right. Yeah, uh, it was like the last episode. Yeah, I came back for the mid. I came I came back for eight oh nine. That's what it was. He <laughs> passed in eight oh eight. I came back for eight oh nine. And I remember thinking it was a joke. Like, because you know we don't. Not all of us right. get the scripts. Like they tell us like when we get there they give us the script some of them get them in advance some of them we get them you know some of us we get them right right then and there so i was hearing about it on set and it was this very somber like feeling and i'm like what the fuck? 
he's not really dead, is he? <laughs> and like, I remember somebody was just like, I'm like what? <laughs> Carl? Carl? <laughs> Carl? Carl? So that was that was just that was just shocking. But um, but yeah, I was completely blindsided. Yeah. So. I think a lot of people were. <laughs> yeah, I was blindsided. There was definitely a lot of pissed off people. That's for sure. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's really funny too because I remember Chris and I were in Atlanta. Um, shortly after Carl had had died on the show, mm-hmm. and so I can't remember who it was. It was either Seth or Xander. Someone was like, "Oh, do you want to meet Mister and Mrs. Um, Riggs?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "We're at a, we're at a Halloween party. And yeah, it was the one sponsored by the the convention we were at. I think it was Seth. nameless. I think it was Seth. I think it was Seth. It was like, hey, have you guys ever met Mister and Mrs. Riggs? And I was like, like. Chandler's parents, like, like Carl. And he, goes, <laughs> he goes, yeah. And I'm like, no. And he goes, well, come on, I'll introduce you guys. I'm yeah. like, all right. And so I remember just standing there and introducing ourselves, and just feeling so awkward to be like, sorry, your son just died on the show. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. What What do I say? How do I make this better for you? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. definitely interesting. Yeah, but it was very awkward. That's all. I, that's all I remember being at a Halloween party, and it's pitch black. Everybody's in costumes. And I'm standing there with, with, with my vodka cranberry, like I'm sorry, your son just done the show. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna party tonight. But yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm already drunk at this point, so. Uh... Well, it's a good thing you didn't just say I'm sorry to hear your son died. <laughs> oh, you know. Thank God I elaborated. <laughs> They'd be like, wait, what? <laughs> um. So, Pete, I got a question for you. Okay, with with yep. everything going on right now in the uh, MCU, the Marvel Universe. If you were to get a phone call and they would say, Pete, we want to bring you on. What movie is the one that you want to be on the, the most? What movie set are you looking to be on? Well, listen, any uh, any Marvel mm-hmm. project would be a dream because they're all run by the same mm-hmm. people and they're clearly doing it right. Um, gosh, that's a tough one. Cause they're all, they're all really freaking good. I mean, they're all, they're all really good. Um, I, I loved what Coogler did with Black Panther. If there was like a spot in there, um, I don't know. Any of them would be, would be amazing. But I love, I love the Black Panther series. I love Dr. Strange, man. Uh, just like the mind bending effects in there. Uh, not to mention, Benedict Cumberbatch is like a genius at acting. Mm-hmm. What the hell just broke? Um, I'm not sure, so we're just gonna ignore it. We're gonna keep going. We're not gonna let that. We're not gonna let that slide. Okay, that interrupted my uh, my marble. I'm gonna blame it on the dog. I'm gonna say the dog did it. Good job, Rudy. Yeah, yeah. It's the dog's fault. Sorry about that, Pete. You we know. heard it, and I was just going, they didn't hear that, right? <laughs> I'm just like, mm, they heard it. We all heard it. Yeah, Ryan's face couldn't hide it. I was like, mm. <laughs> And then the best part was Gabby. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just a really quick, sorry. Oh, goodness. Um, you know, I could... Was that loud? <laughs> I could picture Peter. You know what You know what movie I could picture Peter on? Go ahead. Doctor Strange 2. 
I would. And I don't. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but I could picture him being hanging out like with Wong. one of the sorcerers, hanging out with Wong. Yes. I could see him chilling with Wong, just doing the. Hey, yeah. nice. Just open up. Open yeah, up, like, man. Like Ned. Well, mm. well, uh, we got to be careful because we don't know who's mm. seen what yet. Yeah, I know. Have you mm. seen? Yeah, have you go. seen No Way Home yet? Said he saw it. Oh, you seen No Way Home yeah. yet? Oh, that's I've why I felt it, yeah. comfortable saying it, but I'm like, there's other people watching. Yeah, we're not sure where everybody is. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I feel like the spoiler thing is, you know, listen. If you haven't seen Spider-Man Spider by this point, okay, you know, we're gonna have sorry. to leak some info, like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Now, some people have genuine concerns about going to the theater. Yeah, I get right. that. Um, but uh, it's it's kind of tough not to yeah. say anything. And especially, I think the even the whole marketing team is is already promoting. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean, if they haven't seen them, so. you know, they've definitely been on social media, and it's been spoiled probably a thousand times by now. Yeah, yeah. So I think they give you maybe yeah. three weeks. I I had to see it. I had to make sure I I saw that. Uh, I think I actually saw it like the Thursday before the premiere, yeah. or whatever, because I'm on Twitter too much, and I'll just be scrolling, and I and I already knew there was some people that were going to be posting. I was like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not yeah. risking that. Sorry, I was not on social media Sorry. for 24 hours because yeah. of that. Because yeah. I was not seeing it till Friday <laughs> evening when I got out of work, and I'm like, yeah. I'm not taking the chance. I, I, yeah. I yeah. as much as I loved Endgame and Infinity War, I didn't care if those were spoiled for me. I said it is what it is, whatever. But I've like ever since I was a kid, I've been a huge Spider-Man fan, and I've. Can I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Guys a question? Okay. Well, I'll okay, and I'll start with you, Ryan, since you're already like, right. talking about it. Top three. Top three. Marvel movies go. They don't have to be in order. Just I'll, top do them, three. I'll do them in order right now. Spider Man No Way Home. Um, Avengers Endgame, Avengers Infinity War. Okay. Um, I'm going to go No Way Home, number one. Mm -hmm. I think it was better than both Infinity War and Endgame. I agree. Honestly. Um, and oh, then okay. I'm going to go Infinity War. I liked Endgame, but it wasn't one of my favorite. It was good. But believe it or not, I'm gonna go Civil War. Mm. Love Civil War. Cool. Civil War yep. to me was comic book like me as a kid. You know what I mean? It just yeah. yeah. Iron Man and Captain America, like you know, going at it kind of thing. What, like, what bothered know. me about it? It shouldn't. It should not have been a Captain America movie. It should have been Avengers three. Well, yeah. I mean, like they might have mislabeled it. Right, but... Avengers and then Age of Ultron. Yeah. And then Civil War. Yeah. I would like to say that Ultron, I think, gets shit on a lot. Oh, phenomenal movie! But if you really watch, if like you really, that movie does a lot for the for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, you have one of the best fight scenes as far as like, even though it's mostly CGI, but as far as them being a team, besides fighting in New York City, you know what I mean. But like when you have them in Age of Ultron, I mean, it just has like one of the most iconic scenes. You know, all yep. being together, and 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 it's to me as a movie that I think gets really dissed hard. I think Age of Ultron was an amazing yep. movie. Yep. I don't think it gets half of what it's really worth. Well, I mean, props if, wise, if, if, you, if you couple Age of Ultron with um, Marvel's What If, mm -hmm. it really starts to paint a broader picture. Right. And yeah. and I'm not gonna say what because I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there are things in motion that you might have seen if you've seen recent trailers yeah um and also i believe i can remember if it was a producer a writer or director of the marvel what if series um but i do remember somebody from that team had said 
that everything that happens in What If is just as much canon as right. anything else in the Marvel Cinematic yep. Universe has come out so far. Sick. Have you have you watched I What mean, If? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what? What about what Renee? What are yours? It real quick though. Do you have? I mean, I've watched many of the movies, but I can't. I can't oh, okay. do any type of yeah. <laughs> no worries. Poor Renee. She gets like she. <laughs> <laughs> she like knows what we're talking about and she knows the movies but she's just like i don't get it <laughs> it's just not my thing i mean i've, I've watched the movies i like the movies that i've yeah. seen yeah. but i don't understand like they all start talking and i'm like yep no clue where ryan just yeah, went with that unfortunately, like they all tie <laughs> yeah. into each other so yeah, yeah. and uh eric who was in the chat he said watch eternals this weekend and it was great eternal so eric said that i just eric, yeah. too i watched it this yeah week. eric i mean Eternals was a really good movie, but what a lot of people took away from that movie, like another movie that just got shit on. Number one, look at the yeah. time frame it came out in. Yep. You know, obviously COVID yeah. played a huge part in a lot of movies that were released. But it's not traditional MCU. You know, it, it was it was shot in like God, where they I forgot even where they filmed that movie. Half of it it looked like uh, the same location that they shot Dragonstone. Yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, from Game of Thrones. These are real locations that they actually like filmed yeah. that movie in. It was yeah. beautiful. So I will say it, it is one of the most beautiful absolutely. Marvel movies I've ever seen. So like, and, but a lot of uh, people took took that away from it. You know, the cinematography and the actual yeah. like real footage that you were seeing, and not just CGI universes. Which I, I thought it got. I'm glad I saw it when I did because I thought it got a lot of. Um, I think that initial yeah. reaction was just so off putting that if, if I would have gone into it, I would have been too, like it would have been too, like, been too mm-hmm. in my head, like what everybody right. was saying. But I watched it this weekend as well, and um, I liked it. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Uh, I do have to give you my top three though, real quick, because I actually, I actually like what you said about Civil War. Civil War is actually my fourth okay. favorite. Um, and mind you, we're talking about like thirty right. movies here, so it's pretty good. But. Uh, I'm actually going to go number one, Infinity War. Number two, this is so tough. Number two, No Way Home. Number three, Iron Man 1. Wow. Yeah. And then, like, I'd put Civil War, Black Panther, and Endgame all right there. I mean, because it's really hard to compare, you know? Right. You know, I do, I do have to say, though, probably my favorite scene of any Marvel movie, and this is after um, a mutual friend of ours at his house has this giant-ass 75-inch flat-screen TV, 4K TV, whatever, and so Disney Plus just released all these movies as and they're in their 4K formats, mm-hmm. Yep. and so we actually watched um, Infinity War on four, in 4K on his TV, and he's got, like, the surround sound and stuff like that. The best scene, and I thought about I thought this before, and it, this really cemented it, was when you see the Bifrost spawning in Wakanda, and then you see yeah, it was a, it was a rocket Groot and mm-hmm. Thor, yeah, all right, and and he's and he's got Stormbreaker, and he's like, bring me Thanos, and he and the, and like when he, when you see like you hear the lightning, yeah, or you hear the thunder, mm-hmm. and you see the lightning, and, and him just hitting the ground, and then you see the, the, the you know the sparks flying, yeah, that like chills. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. probably my favorite scene of any Marvel movie. 
Yeah. It's great. There's it a, it a lot of there's a lot yeah. of moments, but that's definitely I, I love that yeah. moment too. I still get chills when I'm I'm just scrolling on Facebook because you know there's so many different channels now that people just post anything they want, and I'll still like I'll mm-hmm. I, I'm obviously I like like all the Marvel Universe pages and everything, and I'll just be scrolling and all of a sudden it'll be like when Cap picked up Molnir, you know what I mean in in uh in Endgame, mm-hmm. but it's the actual live video that someone took inside the theater so you can hear the crowd's reaction that like hearing like i don't know what a hundred people go nuts at you know when that happened in the movie that'll send chills up your spine like you know it's like you know yeah that's why to this day day, um like everybody's got like that theater experience and i know we're just going on right now we're just nerding out so sorry sorry (laughs) renee But I got I gotta I gotta say this one because this is like movie magic to me. When I saw and I didn't know this even existed before I saw this movie. But when I saw Dark Knight in two thousand eight, I was I was in high school. And um, I remember not even being Batman. I was just kind of whatever. And I remember thinking like, first of all, this movie feels real, real as hell. Mm-hmm. Like it could happen in in, in our city, right. right? Just felt super grounded. But that ending scene where Gordon is giving the speech about why they have to hunt Batman and Hans Zimmer's score is just building up and you're seeing like the motorcycle, the the bike he's on, mm. just like just a beautiful shot with a beautiful score that just keeps rising and rising. And they keep talking about and Gordon's just saying, like, we have to chase him. He's not the hero that Gotham uh, needs, but he's the hero that Gotham deserves. And I'm just like, oh, my God, this is the greatest movie. Yeah. I have ever seen in my entire life and I'm getting chills during this moment and the crowd like claps as soon as like that score just ends and it cuts to black. Yep. That was the most like, holy shit, movie theater, magical experience right. I've ever experienced. And, and you know, the Avengers one was really cool in the, the end game, you know, with the hammer mm-hmm. when you're talking about Spider-Man had some really amazing moments, obviously, but like still to this day, that dark Knight ending, like in the shock Right on everybody's face of like, what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. <laughs> like that to this day is 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 what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. I can't I can't talk about like in my uh, like from my experience uh, like the biggest theater reaction because my biggest theater reaction myself included, but also the entire theater happened in No Way Home, and I can't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil that for mm-hmm. anybody because I understand some mm-hmm. people can't have yeah. access to the movie, whatever. Um, I'll wait till a week after it's on Disney Plus, then that is fair game, but. The second biggest theater reaction was actually an end game. And it was when you see you see Mjolnir raise up off the ground and you know it smacks Thanos and it goes flying past Thor. Yeah. And you see Captain yeah. America catch yeah. it. And just I, I mean That's what I'm saying. People were on their feet. Yeah. Screaming. Everyone would have been waiting for that ever since Cap and they all tried picking it up in um Ultron. Eight, Ultron. In Ultron, yeah. Everyone had been waiting for And that. what's cool is if you go back and you it look, uh, Captain America could have could have mm-hmm. lifted it then. And he did it because he didn't want to yeah, show him up. Yeah. Because he and it's just he so knew cool that, that Thor that it would have destroyed at that point in time, it would have destroyed Thor. Yeah. But Thor had such a character right. development between that moment in Ultron and Endgame mm-hmm. that Thor realized his value didn't come from Mjolnir, it came from within. Oh, yep. You know, said, said much better. Said much I, will better than say, I will weigh in and say 
I like any movie that Thor's in. I'll, I'll, I'll... Josh, are you here? Josh, <laughs> chime in now. He's in the other room. Hold on, I gotta call him real quick. He's got a he's got a beard for a reason, man. Yeah, you I know mean, what I mean. I'll... There's a reason why Josh has a beard. Okay? I mean, I, I could see it. You know, they they say that you you marry your you know people looking similar to your celebrity mm-hmm. crush. You know, there and you I can see how Josh looks like Chris Hemsworth. I, I, can, I got it. I can see it. I got it. I can see it. I, I do get it. Renee, you got to make sure Josh watches that part. I just I, I want him to see that. Yeah, I feel like he'll love that part. Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> you know, Josh has a little bit of Jeremy Renner in him, too. A little bit. Mm, it gets Justin Timberlake a lot. Holy That's usually hell. the one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I, we great, were in. We were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was, we were in the Orlando airport one time, and this guy would not listen to me when I told him he was not Justin mm-hmm. Timberlake. He totally thought he was him. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, everybody has these great celebrity lookalikes, and then I I fucking have this. <laughs> Hold on, I was watching live PD one time. Oh no! And then we got this. We got oh, my we no. got my cousin from uh, live PD in Indiana. Oh. <laughs> one of my friends was. But like, it dude, does look like. Like, dude, it's you. I'm like, it does it, look it, like it. it's you with like an extra foot. I'm like, All right. great. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. Um all right, I think I think we're I think we're good. We've uh we've we, taken up an hour and a half of your time. Yeah, I mean I, I once we hit the hour and a half point, I feel I'm I start feeling bad. Okay. <laughs> I'm just chatting, man. I, I love yeah, chatting. Yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah. I just, don't feel don't and, feel pressure. You know, a couple much. people overseas, they've already gone. They said, Hey, we gotta go to bed because it's what three in the morning yeah. or something. So you okay. know, people yeah. hurt, you know, and if they listen to it later and they get bored of hearing us, they'll, Dave, they'll stop Dave listening. checked in and said, by the way, just wanted to tell you, I've been purely listening and your sound is great. Carry on. <laughs> so we, at least we've, <laughs> we've we sounded amazing the whole show. Well, not the whole show. There Good. was a whole, well, yeah. uh, you know, like yeah. not turned on thing. Well, you know, see Renee, Renee <laughs> well, uh, even says that she sees a little bit of Jeremy Renner and Josh too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> see, I got it. Um, <laughs> And I'm and I'm getting our next and I'm getting our next guest booked in the chat right now, so you know we're good. <laughs> even when we're even when we're playing, we're working. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. like I said, Renee is not yeah. only the beauty; right. she's the brains of the yes. operation. Yes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So with that, everybody, we are going to say good night to all of you for for being here. We really appreciate it. Pie is here. It's three thirty in the morning in Finland right now. See, we're clearly going to have to have Peter out for uh, part two. I yeah, think that's going to have to happen soon. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. Pete, well, what yes. we would love to tell everyone, actually, what we're going to tell everybody is if you're not, which I'm sure more than half of you are already following Peter, but if you want to be in the know on what's going on and what's being released and, and when it's being released, you need to follow him on social media. Uh, it, you know, it, it's not hard. It's PLZ uh, Photography on Instagram. It's PLZ, just pictures. Do, uh, PLZ just, pictures. And then it's. Yeah, I'm I sorry. Am, I'm going to cut you off. Just do. Uh, Peter Louise, Peter Zimmerman, Louise Zimmerman and everything on Instagram because all the stuff's tagged okay. through there. So I would say if there's one thing I just want to plug yeah. real quick, it is the music and it's the pin tweet on on my Twitter. Um, but if they're just going to go straight to it, just type in on Spotify specifically because Spotify helps me out the most okay. as an artist. Uh, type in Peter Louise Zimmerman and then all the volumes that I'm releasing are coming out through there. Look at that. Loading up my Spotify right now. thank you guys yeah it's this music this music thing is weird with like streaming and you know everybody's got a different platform they listen on but 
I've just been doing a little bit of research, and apparently Spotify is where I have to push. Man, look, so. look, look at that picture. Look at, look at that picture. Look at that handsome guy. Hey! Come on. <laughs> oh, and Peter, your mom had popped yeah, on in the chat at one point, too. Yep. Really? No. Yeah. No. What'd she say? Her it was just her design thing, and she said, it's when they were talking about MCU, and I said, I'm lost. I never know. And she goes, yeah, me too, but if it's Yellowstone or whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. She loves Yellowstone. She's always telling me to get on. She's always like, Peter, you should get on that. I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> yes, we would love to see you on that. That would be cool. <laughs> I would love it. Yeah. You know what? There's always there's always um, the one big blessing is that I am auditioning. Good. And obviously, I, I can't tell you guys what I'm auditioning for because I would just, you know, be against all of it. But there's some big there's some big ones that I'm that I'm auditioning for. And hopefully, you know, God willing. Uh, it just takes one. Absolutely. So keep your fingers crossed for me. Yes, we will for sure. Yeah, Thank you. We, we will. I just, everybody just, I think went and followed you on Spotify. I know I did. Yep. <laughs> um, oh, thank you guys. That's a big deal. Yeah, Thank you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, I saw something in the chat real quick, but we will, we'll get back to it. Oh no. It was Francine saying, thank you. Uh, be safe, take care and good luck with everything. Mm-hmm. And then, Pie did happen to say yeah. that whatever your commercial is, whatever you're selling, she's buying. So you got, or you have a buyer yes. already, um, with whatever, <laughs> whatever you're selling. Um, yeah, I don't know about that. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> it's Beltrex. I can't wait to see what. Pie wait, wait, wait till you see what I'm the selling. Little blue pill. Yeah. It's the little blue pill, but it's Beltrex. See Alice. Yeah. <laughs> it's the once a day herpy pill. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, would, uh, like, I feel like Casey's gonna go back and watch this and be like, Peter, why? What, yeah, what? what are you doing? Why did we let it get to this point? Uh, tell Casey, tell Casey, hey, we said an hi. An hour and a half in, you just never know what's gonna go yeah. on. Tell Casey, we said hello. It's such a such a terrible career choice. Can yeah. you imagine? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, Wasn't he all walking dead? <laughs> Oh goodness! Oh, All right, man. man. We will let you go. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, Peter. Thank you so much. And real quick, Renee, I want to just give you a shout out too, because every time I I release something, film wise, music wise, I mean, all you guys do this, but like Renee specifically, mm-hmm. like especially with Undead Walking and stuff, like I I appreciate you so much. Not a problem. You're awesome. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for always having my back and always like pushing because you yeah absolutely are one of the biggest ones so i appreciate it <laughs> yep all right man so i love you all love you too brother yeah, be good we will talk to you soon stay safe take care and um you know best of luck as always man thank you guys thank night, you guys. night. good night Thanks everybody so we love you we'll see you next week peace Hey, Renee, Chris, and Ryan going live. Best podcast, Beauty and the Beast. Sit back and catch a vibe. Oh, yeah, we talking zombies and apocalypses and all those things you like. Going beast mode, and if you didn't know, it's Peter Z up on the mic. Hey, TWD family, grab the snacks about the pantry and subscribe and like them. If you can, please, or those walkers eat you like some candy. Hey, hey, okay. You at the right place at the right time. No one does it better. That's the bottom line. Beauty and the Beast. This is prime time. Let's go.